It's 2015, and the world's most powerful drug trafficker, El Chapo, is about to escape from prison. <clears throat> Did you see it? Right now. He's gone. The world's richest, most notorious drug kingpins broke out of prison. The former cartel leader is considered one of the most dangerous drug traffickers in the world. Joaquin Guzman Loera, better known as El Chapo, broke out of his cell by crawling through a hole in the shower. The escape of Chapo Guzman translates into two things. More violence for Mexico and more drugs coming into the United States. El Chapo was the leader of the Sinaloa Cartel, a murderous criminal organization that has killed thousands during Mexico's violent drug wars. Their methods are brutal. But violence isn't what makes El Chapo different from other traffickers. Instead, his legacy has been shaped by two abilities, transporting more drugs across the border than anyone else and always finding a way to escape authorities. That was until now. After being captured again in Mexico, El Chapo is standing trial in the United States. It's the latest chapter for the world's most powerful drug trafficker, and to understand how El Chapo got here, it helps to look at a single innovation. The one tool that El Chapo used to transform the drug trade is the same tool that made him its most elusive target. Tunnels. 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 Through a tunnel. Used by El Chapo. Tunnel King. The master of tunnels. El Rey de los Tunnels. Prince of tunnels. The magnificent feat of architecture and engineering being used to smuggle drugs. And it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. There's not really any form of technology right now that can discover these tunnels being built. The tub. Look at this. In 1990, federal agents in Douglas, Arizona found something new. A sophisticated drug tunnel to the U.S. from Mexico. And when investigators got inside, they were amazed by what they saw. The tunnel was 300 feet long and lit by an electrical system running along the wall. At one end, a lever raised a hydraulic lift that opened an entrance in the safe house floor. One agent said it was like something out of a James Bond movie. In fact, it had been built by an architect working for El Chapo. And agents didn't know it yet, but this was their first sign of a major shift in the U.S. drug trade. In the 1980s, U.S. drug traffic had been dominated by cocaine coming through the Caribbean. But during the next two decades, U.S. forces led a crackdown, which changed the drug trade in two ways that put El Chapo in the right place at the right time. First, drug traffic shifted to routes through Mexico. Second, as national militaries worked with the U.S. to destroy crops in South America, traffickers focused on drugs they could grow elsewhere. The coca plant is only grown in the Andes Mountains, but marijuana can be grown in Mexico, especially in mountain ranges along the western coast. And the same is true for the opium poppy, the raw ingredient processed to make heroin. For both crops, the densest region of cultivation includes the state of Sinaloa, the home of El Chapo. El Chapo also had the ideal way to move those drugs. Unlike cocaine, which is odorless and can be tightly packed into a vehicle, marijuana is bulky and has a strong smell. But by using his tunnels, El Chapo could get massive amounts across the border quickly. 
By 2010, El Chapo had become the most powerful trafficker in the country. And as the Sinaloa cartel increased their power, their territory expanded to include the entire western half of the U.S. border. As their control spread west, one particular area became crucial to their operation, a suburb of San Diego called Otay Mesa. There are three reasons why they chose Otay Mesa, and understanding them gives you a sense of how sophisticated El Chapo's operation really was. First, it is near two major transportation hubs, Tijuana and San Diego, so drugs can quickly get to the border and out to dealers on the other side. Second, it's an industrial area across the border from Tijuana's airport, meaning there's a steady stream of noise and traffic that make it easy to go undetected. The third reason is the soil. To the west is ocean, where the ground is too damp, and to the east, the earth rises to become hard mountainous rock. Otay Mesa is located in between, and soil maps show a geological sweet spot where the soil is soft enough to dig by hand, but strong enough to support a tunnel. Yeah, this is a stair system. It's about a 70-foot drop. In November 2010, agents found a tunnel in Otay Mesa built by the Sinaloa cartel. Inside, electricity-powered lighting and a ventilation system. Along the floor, a rail system allowed workers to remove rubble during construction and then transport drugs once they started using it. Over the next few years, agents found more massive tunnels. Tunnels like these can take several months and millions of dollars to build but they're worth it. The tunnels are so big that traffickers can move multiple tons of drugs at once. As the Sinaloa cartel continued building in Otay Mesa, their tunnels got more impressive, like building an entrance for one beneath a bathroom floor. El Chapo's tunnels are dug so deep that ground-penetrating radar can't detect them, and at ground level, the entrances are hidden in clever ways. But El Chapo wasn't only building tunnels to smuggle drugs across the border. In 2014, authorities raided his safe house in the Sinaloan capital of Culiacan. But El Chapo escaped by fleeing through a tunnel hidden beneath his bathtub. A few days later, authorities tracked him down in Mazatlan, where El Chapo was captured and sent to Altiplano Maximum Security Prison. A year later, he was gone. Joaquín El Chapo Guzmán, el líder del cártel de Sinaloa, protagonizó una fuga de película. Precisamente el túnel, la boca del túnel, por donde se escapó. This was the largest tunnel ever built by the Sinaloa cartel. It stretched nearly a mile to a farmhouse in a nearby field. A year before, that field had been empty. Beneath a hole in the floor, authorities found a motorcycle that El Chapo had used to cruise through the tunnel in less than 10 minutes. In Sinaloa, El Chapo's supporters celebrated the spectacular escape, but his freedom was short-lived. A few months later, authorities broke into his hideout in Los Mochis, Sinaloa, where he was arrested after a bloody gun battle. He escaped through a tunnel hidden behind his mirror that led to the sewer but authorities caught him a few hours later when he crawled out of a manhole and tried to flee town. This time, he was extradited to the U.S., where he is on trial in New York City.
Authorities are so serious about security that they shut down the Brooklyn Bridge when El Chapo is moved from his Manhattan jail cell to the courthouse. But even as he sits in jail, El Chapo's legacy lives on. In 2018, two major tunnels were discovered along the U.S. border. In Arizona, one stretched across from Mexico to the back of an abandoned KFC. And in California, authorities found an unfinished tunnel that had been equipped with electricity and ventilation systems that run on solar power. Another piece of his legacy also continues. In 2018, drug violence contributed to more people being murdered in Mexico than ever before. But as aspiring kingpins add to the violence in Mexico, El Chapo is back in his cell.